Okay, let's see if this thing is happening. One, two. Is it happening? Is it happening? I think it is. Yeah? We're on? We are. Come on. I don't know. We'll find out. Oh, it's it's okay, guess that snack. Is it not? Do you want to pause? Well, you, you no, got a beverage. Fine. All right. Hello, and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Such a good title. It really is. I really do like it. I do, too. Yeah, it's really good. Today is October 15, 2018, and this is episode number... 14? 14, baby. That's exciting. It's pretty good. We're getting somewhere. It's 13 more than I thought we would do. <laughs> so, yeah. that's not bad. This was definitely in our top 20 best episodes. I can feel it already. Oh, he's, oh, I, I absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say the issues, I, of course, mean the subject matters. God bless Roger is all I'm saying because yeah. I've really run out. Whoever was the first person to think of a thesaurus, which maybe it was him. Maybe. maybe he's just the most famous one. But it's Ooh, do you think there are multiple thesauri out there? Maybe inventions, right? There were multiple people. It's just the person who's famous is the person who became most famous for it. They weren't necessarily first or even best. They're just the person. Just happened to be the the sometimes they're best or first. Sure. Not always. Not always. Not necessarily. I mean, did like Benjamin Franklin really you know, invent electricity. I mean, was, you know, uh, as always, we like to start things off with the Columbia University in the city of New York sports update. Oh, this is good. I'll wait for the intro music to uh, play it's out. Now. It's playing. All right. Um, wait. by the way, so oh. there it is. That's okay. a good part. Uh, the, so, uh, I, I, I appeared on, Lasano and Friends oh, right. podcast season four, which is where Our this all and started. Former, uh, producer, Absol- executive producer, I believe executive producer, Supreme Commander, something like yeah. Ayatollah, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, you know, I, I think he knows that we we do a podcast. And <laughs> I said, I think the only thing we took was the. Columbia University sports update. And he was, I did mention the part where I always enjoyed getting four paragraphs of notes that always ended with, but do whatever you want to do. That's great. And that's the part I read. Mm-hmm. And he was, he, uh, you know, I was, wanted to make sure there was no bad blood. He was like, none whatsoever. It was fun to do, uh, to do the podcast again. And, yeah. you know, it was thoroughly Good. entertaining. Yeah. Good. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so we are in the midst of a big football season with, uh, just in general, but Columbia in particular, uh, they've played five games. Do you want to take a guess at their record? Five and oh. Oh, so close. Three and two. Okay. Uh, they're oh and two in the conference. They've beaten central Connecticut state, Georgetown, the game for the Lou little cup. Hmm. Uh, and they beat Marist on Northern Manhattan Neighbors Appreciation Day. <laughs> uh, wow. They lost to Princeton, and they lost to Penn. The Penn mm. game was close, 13-10. They were Is right Penn in there. Penn Ivy League school? It, somehow, yes. Although, Penn? Is it in Philadelphia? In Philadelphia, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I looked at Penn when I was applying to colleges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you realized you were looking at colleges. Yeah, oh! pretty much. Oh, there we go. Ever tell you the the story? I I love hearing 
parents now talk about like their kids applying to colleges mm-hmm. and and the 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 whole visiting i mean it's like a three year process <laughs> they visit and then right. you apply and then you're being recruited and I always enjoy telling the story of you know my mom yeah the the premier helicopter parent uh senior year of college like or of high school uh coming into my room and asking just like truly out of the blue i was sitting at my desk doing homework so where'd you apply to college didn't see didn't see, apparently we i i i don't recall any discussions with my dad mm-hmm. about like you know i assumed i was going to college but that was about it and i i said to him i said oh, i applied to columbia Mm-hmm. And the, by the way, not early admission. Mm-hmm. Nah, no, couldn't get around to doing that. Just sent in my application to Columbia. You know, probably, I guess someone gave me a check for fifteen dollars right. or however much it was, and you typed up. So was the what is that like the uh, eight fifteen by eleven sheet of paper folded over? So it's eight and a half oh, sure, by yeah. kind of uh, eleven by fifteen. Yeah, yeah. so it's folded yeah. over. Right. So it basically by like four pages, but it was one piece of sure. paper, and then you had to type on all four sides. So it's also how you learned your social security number because I think <laughs> you had to put that on every page. Yeah. So I said Columbia, and and her response was, and I was like. That that was it. I felt fairly confident that I could get in, apparently. And uh, that apparently that was not an acceptable answer. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, do you have any other applications? And I had one from, you know, from Michigan mm-hmm. on my desk. She's like, yeah, fill that out. So that was it. I still went to Columbia, but that was pretty sure. much the interaction of where are you going to go to college. I may have only sent one in. To U of I, right? Yeah. And it came back like three days later, and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Exactly. There was no essay required. It was just like, oh, nice. I think I think the reason I applied to Michigan is because I could use the same essay mm-hmm. I wrote for for Columbia, or there wasn't, and it was one of the two. But I did yeah. not come up with a new essay. I know that. Yeah, yeah but it was, uh, and then they then would get calls from them, and like, here's some money and honors program and blah 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 from Michigan, and still wisely chose not to go there. And I think the only reason I got the application is because I had friends who went there. I'm very happy I did not. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and by the way, games are, I might have to invest into ESPN Plus. What? They're yeah, they they televise games. They were on ESPN U. that was the Princeton mm-hmm. game. They were on the Patriot League Network. Let's get together for a game. Absolutely. SNY, I assume something of New York, but, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, so they lost a pen, so this coming October 20th. Uh, Dartmouth, it's homecoming weekend. Oh. Yeah, where's Dartmouth? Is in Vermont? It is in it? no, it's in uh, New Hampshire. Oh, it is Hanover wait Hanover. Hanover. No Hanover, New Hampshire. Hanover, the Big Green, Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Kyle, your your buddy Kyle Hendricks went to Dartmouth, sure. as did Jason Hayward's parents. I think my friend Millie Bond went to Dartmouth. Here you go. Thor Malik. Jason went to Hayward's parents. Parents. You just Dartmouth. Both of I his did. Parents? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So there you go. So there's Columbia. So football, they're three and two, which is like three more wins than I ever saw when I was there. Yeah. So eh, it's not bad. It's great. It's exciting. All right. Uh, and as always, we follow that with the uh, Jewish joke of the show, oh, punchline so only. You ready? I am. I love this. Thanks very much, said the rabbi, but I'll just stick with the fish.
Yeah. So good. It is so good. That's a good one. That should probably be the whole show as we just come on, (laughs) introduce that, and then sign off. One punchline sign off. Probably have more followers. I was going to say, we might have a lot more success. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We might have to have have a spinoff. It'll be like the Simon and Simon of our Magnum PI podcast. (laughs) I like it. Instead of like the bicentennial minute, we'll just do like the, the punchline. Jewish joke punchline. Be great. I think we could sell that to networks all Probably. over the, you know, something. Right. Syndicated right. nationally. Right. Why not? They just put us on in the, like, the it's little like break. The schoolhouse rock of, yeah. right? Exactly. Jewhouse yeah. rock. Exactly. It's like, what's the uh, the more you know kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. We have some exactly. kind of like three note thingy. And Precisely. Here it is. I got to figure out how, what notes of it. Oy vey. Exactly. <laughs> We'll oh, it's so humid. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, this is right. This is another right? like, a musical like "Oi, that's so humid." And then it, we... I lo- <laughs> as long as it's auto tuned, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. Yeah. Hold on a second. Seriously, should we wrap this up now? <laughs> I think we're done. Well, let's leave. We leave like an edit point right here. We can okay because we can just this go is... back for the first five episodes, or I guess the first first thir- thir- fourteen thirteen. Yeah, something of that podcast. We can just. Extract them from this. We don't even have to work for the next like six months. This is like when you have a company and they think they're going into one business, right? And then, like, you think you're going to be uh, a bakery, right? right? And you have all these baked goods and they're so good and stuff like that. And you have a real cute little menu. And then somebody's like, the design of this menu is so good. And then you get into the your bakery kind of folds, but you end up doing menus for other. Design work. I like it. Like, well, isn't it mean, like, like that kind of thing? Isn't that how Viagra came to be? Also, kind yes, of. It was a heart medication, I believe, initially. Okay. For some kind of cardiovascular thing, because it's like a yeah. Has to do with whatever moves blood somewhere. Moves blood. Yes, it does. Yeah. And then so they say. Yeah, and then that's how it became a thing. Oh, there we go. So this is like yeah. There's the, like a lot of inventions are like this. I think. Um, I bet you're right. Maybe you're. Like some medical stuff, right? I think oh, like I'm your sure. penicillin and whatever, and I think also some gizmo thingies and stuff too. Right, that had they were looking for a different purpose, mm-hmm. and that which is the argument for why you do science and research without you, an actual practical know. application, because you never know. You never know. That's right. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about? I got do a couple a, things. I feel like there was last time. We did this like in the spring or whenever we recorded the last one. Of these, yeah, maybe in summer. That it could have been spring. That there was something, and you're like, I got a thing, and I was like, Well, what's the thing? And you're like, No, we're going to save the thing till next time because it's yeah, it's a whole thing. So we could whatever that thing is, we could do that, or we could do a, that. If you have another thing, but I might be bored. I know what that thing was, and I'm, I might you're save already it. over it. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, I might say because it it was not necessarily a seasonal thing because it seems to be something that should be seasonal but goes on okay. forever. Uh, but we'll, we're going to say that. <laughs> if only. That's fine. Like whatever you – do you have something? You, uh, I, I do. I don't have a, I don't have a, a agenda I'm going to – applying here. So All right. Just, no, no, no. I didn't, I didn't yeah, yeah, take no, it no, as no. such. Where the uh, – uh, the uh, mm-hmm. oh, what do you call it? Car fix-it auto repair shop by my house. Yeah. Pumpkin spice oil change available now right. on their sign. That is a good bit. I sent out, I missed an opportunity. I sent out an email about some musical songs that we put on the internet. Oh, oh, I, oh, weekend, I listen. And I, I meant to put the subject line, pumpkin spice rock is back. Oh, 
that would have been a good one. Yeah, yeah save I it for next find year. Another song. It'll yeah. be funny. Yeah. Unless I can come up with another song in the next. When does pumpkin spice end? Does it end with Halloween or does it end with Thanksgiving? You think? Oh, the, I think I'm gonna, for pumpkin spice? I would think Thanksgiving because okay. you still have like pumpkin pie, sure, and pumpkin spice and right. cookies, and okay. you know it I might go all the time. way through. Now let's go. Let's go past Halloween. Let's go Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, so you were in Greece. I was recently. I was, um, and you are a young man who sends out postcards. It's true. And I went to my mailbox. And while well, this would work better if you, you could see it, yeah. but I'm going to hold up. You can describe. Oh, this is what one. I got yeah. in sh- my. It's it's the uh, I got a you half got, a postcard. Yeah, you got, you and I got thirds. a little. We'll describe this as a little plastic uh, bag yeah. from the United States Postal Service that says That's "We great. care," and uh, they sincerely regret the damage to my mail. This is so nice that they go to all this trouble. It's really kind of remarkable, I think. It really like, why is. Why would you and just so, deliver the two thirds of the postcard and be done with it? And, uh, which but I is, like that they, I do that they acknowledge. Because I wonder if it happened that. here or if it happened in, you know, this it came from a, a dis- significant distance away, right? I mean, sure. it could have happened in Greece or somewhere in the middle. But I love the fact. <laughs> so it literally is it's like cool, I'm going to say a good third of it it's torn rusted. off. Yes, I'd say this is about two thirds. But the actual, the virtually oh, the all of the stuff is there. picture and all of the the writing and the address, nothing was lost I mean, on it. Yeah. Wow. Cool stamp. Like the cancellation thing. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And it took a month, at least, to get. Uh, yeah, well, I forget what the date. Probably... A little less. It's not that long. It says twenty fourth of September on it. That's a, oh, that's a, I take it back. It's like three weeks. Yeah, because yeah, totally, I probably got totally it last acceptable. Week. Yeah, yeah. That's but so great. I have this little bag, and yeah. they sincerely regret. Hope that it didn't inconvenience me. Please accept our apologies. Apologies from uh, my postmaster, and I do. I want to shout out. <laughs> Apology I appreciate. Accepted. Apology accepted. I appreciate again. This is my thing, especially like with restaurants. We're all human beings. Yes. Things happen. Mistakes get made. Mm -hmm. We try not to, but it happens. Yep. All I care about is the acknowledgement of the mistake. Yeah. Don't just say, I'm terribly sorry, and some effort to make it up to you if it's appropriate. This is something that's like, what are they going to do? Give me a stamp? I mean, like, I don't expect that. And that, that happens. I was at a restaurant the other night. Had to ask, like, we ordered two things. One didn't come out. The person's like, oh, like, incredibly apologetic are the, that this we're going to buy you another round of drinks and took a couple bucks off the meal as well, none of which I expected nor desired. Right. And, and it's like, but now I'll go back. Hands yep. down, I'm going back to that restaurant because, like I said, the acknowledgement, yep. that's what I'm looking for. Uh, speaking of Greece... Yeah, the Chicago Marathon was last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, a little over a week only ago. A week ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, as is your want, you uh, uh, play a little music at mile six. I liked. I, I was a roadie. Yes, uh, very you. valued roadie. Thank you. And it was. I actually felt valued because it was raining a lot, and I actually got to do stuff. Yeah, it was very to, helpful. Uh, uh, the gear. Yes, it was. As always, and we've talked about this. Um, it was great. It was a great day. It's a great event. Over 40,000 runners, over a million viewers, so they say. Really? Although there's really only like two dozen, like at mile six, which is too bad because it's a great spot. 
it is. for viewing. It is. So people are at that point, we talked about this at, at the marathon, they are, you know, they're well into it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, what, a quarter of the way through. I guess, yeah, right. So you, you're working yeah. and you're, you know, but you're still fairly fresh. Yes. You're not looking like, you know... Like the the death march of uh, I would be looking like a death march, or whatever. But like, <laughs> oh, 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 it's six miles. Who, oh, totally. Yeah, the people who prepared for it though are usually in pretty good shape. Though. Yeah, absolutely. The vast majority. But it was a, a rainy day. It was. It was a little. It wasn't a little, cold at least. No, th- absolutely. It was not cold at all. It was fine. Um, but it was again. It's a, it's something. It's an event that incredibly is uh, inspiring. Yeah. Um, and it's just cool. Again, that rare time where the entire city gets together, regardless of you know who you are, yep. what your background is, where where you come from, with a single purpose, and it's fun being being a you know a, yeah. a, a, a observer, a fan, a a cheerer, honor. Yeah, it's a great vibe. I think if people haven't done it, haven't gone to watch one of those things. You might think, like, what do you? What is the point of? That's, which was pretty, absolutely my yeah, feeling too, before before I went to uh, went to saw totally, it the first time. But it's time. totally worth it, and it just changes. Like, it's. I feel like for me anyway, it's a great day, and it just kind of recharges my batteries for dealing with people and <laughs> life and whatever. It's just a really good. It's a really good vibe, and this one was fun because it was bad weather i feel like that almost made it like the runners seem to be even happier to have people out there and have us out there playing music absolutely and you get the sense when you when when people see oh my goodness holy cow sorry you know that by the way is my ringtone although now i we probably have to edit that out otherwise i have to send taylor swift somebody uh but we're gonna i have it on do not disturb she can come and get us. But, you know, that's just that's the way it goes. I get it. Um, uh, but there are two. So that person and my alarm system are the ones that override, that mm-hmm. do not disturb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom and dad, sorry. You yeah. go right to voicemail. Listen, um, as it should be. Exactly. So uh, I forget what I was saying there. But uh, just, we were just talking about you know. the marathon and the brain. Oh, and, and the, the recharging yeah. was like, oh, oh, the inspiration for the the runners. You, can, you could just see... The looks on their faces when they're coming down, and it is like a little. It's a. It's an arduous task. Yeah. One might say it's a marathon. <laughs> yeah. It's not a sprint. One might say, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I think it is. And and every time you you know you, you hear interviews of runners, and they're yeah. like, yeah, that that's absolutely part of it is having that many people like cheering you on and the signs and and just the sheer the noise of it. Yeah. It's a cool thing in the city. It's great that it takes place all over the city. Yeah. Uh it's it's I love watching it the, the logistics of putting that thing on. Yeah, it's a lot. It's every almost every department sure. in the city. A lot of mach- more machine guns than I usually see. Yeah. Um which is and it's an odd uh, feeling and certainly understandable, uh, but uh, for the most part, at least this time, every city worker, police, streets and sanitation, so forth. I thought we were great and yeah. like kind of in you know like doing the their job, sleeping but, in the uh, <laughs> you know snowplow truck. Yeah, to sit there for four hours, you know, a little nap. Like, uh, what are you yeah, gonna do? That was good. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we've done it a lot of times now, maybe almost 15 times or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Wow. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we've had it. Like, it's just like life, right? Like, most people have been cool. There have been a few douchebags. Yeah. Right? And But for, for the, the most part, time, it's... For the most part, though, people were, and yeah. I thought in particular this year... That people yeah, were it was pretty uh, mellow were this year. Cool. I thought we didn't have to do as much negotiating with the police or whoever. Right, it was just it was pretty straightforward. Yeah, so it was great. So next year, next October, highly next recommend. Year in Come on, see you next year. Ah, oh, if only. Yeah. Uh, other little thing. Um, a few episodes ago, we talked about the rewriting of the U.S. Constitution. Oh yeah, which I'm still do you have a draft. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still, it is just something. The more and more that we get into politics, the the, yeah. the further this thing goes, it is just. I I don't see how we cannot at least revisit just some of the things. Well, uh, some of the things in there, and one of should, them should. But the inertia is strong. I mean, it's yeah. It's going to take just an entire revamping. You have revamping. to wonder what it takes to... I mean, you, you think about little things like... Little things. Like the Electoral College, right? Right. Like, I mean, how many elections do we have to have in a 10 or 20-year period where the person who gets more votes doesn't win before you start to actually say, like, you know what, we're going to revisit the system? Right. And I, I try to be as objective as possible is that I'm not just saying this stuff because the people I voted for right. lost. This is either way um, right. I would be for this. And one of the things we didn't touch on last time that obviously came up uh, very recently is the Supreme Court and the lifetime debacle appointment. That's got that was that. fine when people lived to be forty seven. Exactly right. And they got now they got a, you know appointed when they were thirty two. And also, by the way, the country had one hundred and fifty two people. In exactly. It. Yes. Then it's it was a complete fine. debacle. It and there is no reason for it. It is actually detrimental to. Uh, uh, to the to the, const- the current constitution and to the Supreme Court and to the justice system. I that can't we call have. it a justice system. It's a legal system. Okay, we'll call it. Okay, fair enough. It's a system of laws. It is a system of laws, and this doesn't aid. Justice it. is an aspirational name, but that's not an accurate. Fair term. enough. Uh, but I think it is something that whether it's a ten, twelve, fifteen year appointment. Mm-hmm. And then that way, yeah. every president would get to appoint two people mm-hmm. at at some point. Yeah, and I, it is much better system. Much better system. Make you, a call. I I don't know who, if only Herb uh, Sohn, yes, knew some had been congressman. This the, none of this oh, would have been a yeah. problem. Yeah, still time. back then, there is still time. Yeah, and I guess yep. in, in actuality, yes. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm for the, uh, 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 again, rewriting the Constitution. There are things in there that some are good, some are some Agreed. are just not, and I'm not going to say bad, but some are just not germane to the current situation Agreed. anymore. These guys who wrote it were not, you know, soothsayers and seers. They couldn't look 230 years into the future, and right. it's a different it, things Despite are different. the contention of Antonin Scalia 
Right. May he still be dead. Uh, <laughs> right? I yeah, oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, this if kind you, of strict I adherence. I would bet $10 that if you went back in time and asked those guys, do you expect this thing to stay exactly as it is, word for word, you know? 200 years from now. Yeah. And can you, you know, like, do you envision, like, the world being the same right. 200 years from now? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, time to at least, at least some sort of exploratory something. It would be, uh, it'll be nice. It'll be an interesting. This is why I'm going to throw this out there. We may have talked about this once before back in the day. But this sort of brings to mind my thing, which is we've talked about like kind of what what we think happens after you die and yes. that kind of thing. I hope what happens is you get to just go anywhere on the timeline in any to any place. Okay. And just travel to wherever and then like observe a situation or talk to people there. So like that you could just find the answers. Like I'm going to go to back to Dallas in 63. Oh, go, I see what you mean. I'm yeah. going to go to Philadelphia in 1776 and I'm going to break it down with these people. You know, I'm going right. to go there and see what was actually going on and what was actually said and what actually happened. Oh, I like that. Who shot JR? Exact don't wreck that for me. I haven't caught up yet. I'm <laughs> still neither. working. <laughs> me neither. I still think it's would, Miss Elliot. Wouldn't that be so cool if you could just go through and just you kind say of Miss like, Elliot? No, I just right. said Miss Elliot. Oh. Miss, uh, I don't even know what I said. I think I said um, Miss Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like if you, wouldn't that be great? Like if you could just go back in time and see, like, see things as they were or talk to people or, like, you know, to go back to the, like, Rome and the Haiti, just see how it right. when it was like hopping and what all right. Just off the top of your head, what one uh, place, yeah. I mean I'd love to go hang out with Abe Lincoln, like meet at the tavern or whatever and just see what that dude was like. That would be pretty great. He's no it's not like he's Chester A. Arthur. He's not Chester A. Arthur. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'd probably just narrow it down just to, well, I was going to say U.S. history, but uh, I don't know. I have to think. I, even, I can't think. It's just, now, it's cool. overwhelming. It be, go, like, go back and see like when, before like the West was settled and just like, go to some random place and just see all the wildlife and the plants and just see what it was like. And you know, That would or, be cool. Right. Right, and to, I, I think I'd see like to see... See what it was like when dinosaurs were, you know, like any of that That time are like, like to me, like like New York City mm -hmm. at like the turn of the, the 20th century. Mm -hmm. uh, Bring and some wet just, wipes. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, but just to... Right. Like see like what, like how like a city developed. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Yeah. Like this is going to be, I'm going to have to think about this for... Yeah, it might be done. Be a lot of, it's a lot no, of cool I stuff, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It'd but be being great. in the room, like Constitution Hall, like that kind of thing, sure. or Independence Hall, one yeah. of those. Some hall. I've heard it both ways. Monty Hall. Yeah. Um, Bruce Hall. Ooh. Uh, I'm going a little rant. Please. A little tiny one. What? Bicycle riders. <laughs> okay. I might be done with them. S not really. Yeah. I think it's great that the city has bike lanes. I think we should have more bike lanes. I mm -hmm. think we should have more dedicated spaces for 
bike riders. I think that the that new um, shift where cars don't park along the curb, probably like like do you like that five feet from the curb, and that so there it's a protected bike lane. I think I do. I think that might get better once people get the hang of it. It's weird right now, and I'm not sure it's safer, but I get it. I would have to ask bicycle riders if it is safer. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, also, I feel like agreed. pedestrians, like, they have to get, like, they're not used to it. And agreed with weird. that, and certainly, right, I agree with that. But that is something that I think as you see more and more, of course, you will. Sure. And I, but, one, get off the river walk. Sorry, there are signs that say walk your bike on the river yeah. walk. You can't have that many people. Yeah, I agree. And a bicycle and bicyclists it's, getting up in arms. It's like, no, no, you have places. That's right. Move up. And I don't care if it's four in the morning or whatever, it's and that's your exercise. Like, no. Situational awareness and context. This is like the douchebags right. who jog through the loop on their lunch hour. Right. It's lunch hour in the loop. Like, this isn't the place. This isn't the. There are places for it. Have the right to do it, but like you're such a douche for doing it. Absolutely, and same with the river walk. It's like it's. I can't move over. Yeah, because then I'm in the river. Right, and it's. It is. There are miles and miles and miles of dedicated bike lanes. Yes, and places to to ride your bike. It's like not down there. I agree. Just there, and more importantly, if you're in the street. You're riding your bike. You also have to follow the rules of the road. The other night was walking from a Cubs game. Was walking back to uh, so this to is my car. A number of nights ago. It was a while ago. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Uh, it's still too soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, by the way, but they fired Chili Davis and hired some guy from Texas, so we're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, walking home, crossing the street, got yelled at by a bike rider. By the way, I was crossing at the intersection where a four-way stop sign intersection Mm -hmm. and a one-way street. Mm -hmm. And a bicycle rider blew through the stop signs. Wrong way. Wrong way on the one-way street, yelling at me to look both ways. So, yeah, that's where, like, I get it. If you're on a bike and there's nobody around, you go through the stop sign. That's fine. I get the going the wrong way. It's sort of fine. You don't get to yell at somebody you do, who's following right. you the totally rules of the road. You don't get to do that. Yes. And I never want to see anybody hit by a car, truck, and, but and by I understand fist, happens. That's different. But by, you know, that uh, it always reminds me, you know, that scene in uh, in Breaking Away where, like, the Italian writer sticks, like, the pipe oh, and the yeah, kid's, sure. uh, you know, bicycle spoke so that the bike sure. goes, he goes flying over the over the bike. Sorry. Yep. Not, you know what? This is shared all by cars yep. and pedestrians and bikes. Everybody's and I'm getting a, a little tired of the righteous indignation of bike riders as well. Yeah. I'm tired of the, for the record, I'm tired of the righteous indignation of everybody. Well, indeed. But bike riders included. And I'm, look, I know that when you cross, that if I step into the intersect, into the the crosswalk, that cars are supposed to stop. I don't do that on West, well, it's technically it's a state law, but I don't do that like on Western Avenue. Well, it's it's not right, although that thing... It's not a pause button. Like if a car is coming on a busy street and right. they're like 20 feet away, just because you stepped on that first tile, 
they don't have to like scream to a halt. Uh, I believe in California they do. We're and I think the, technically we're check the law. that can't be true because otherwise, you would think. otherwise you, you could be in a car going the speed limit, 30 right. miles an hour down a street. And then I, you could be 20 feet from the crosswalk and I could just run out into it. And you'd have to somehow miraculously stop it. Yeah. That can't be the law. It can't be. We'll look it's it up. Close. We'll look that up. We'll but it's it close. Up. But, uh, but the law I, is right. I mean, yeah, I mean, I at some point there this, is right. Pull this the other last week getting off the train like busy street cars going both ways and she just walked like and it was she didn't wait for a gap in the traffic and establish her position in the crosswalk yeah she just looked straight ahead and just walked out into the thing right to stick it to the cars and the the people had to kind of hustle up and slam on the brakes right so like that that's not how that's supposed to work no and it's also one you want to, there's your righteous indignation. You want to prove a point. It's like, you're going to lose, Yes. by the way. Right. Totally. And at some point, there is a need to let cars go. Right. Till there's a, till there's a gap so that traffic right. flows. Right. I agree. And it's I have no. It's not safe because then people will be right. ramming into the back because they're not expecting cars to stop suddenly. Especially on a major, and there are a lot of major thoroughfares in Chicago. And there's every single major thoroughfare Within 30 seconds to a minute, we'll have a break in it yes, for you to cross the street. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, a little, I'm yeah, getting a little good. tired. It's not good. Of the, uh, of the, of the bike riders. Yeah, well, bit. I think there's right. There's this whole, like, the pendulum they're going out looking for trouble, center. a lot of people, right? They're yes. Looking at, it's just like people in cars or like this woman I'm talking about, like these pedestrians. Like, sure. They're basically trying to pick a fight. They're being provocative. And it's like, right. well... It's not really how you should go about it. No, right? and if be you like can share the road, like, yes, yes, and there are other people, you know, who who are also using the road, and it just you can wait fifteen seconds. Yeah, won't kill you. Yep, relax. Just mm. wait till it's safe if to only. cross the street, or walk to the corner where there's a light. Yep, would be nice. I know. I know. Uh, yep. Uh. What's your take on swearing? Again, this is spurred by... Fuck it. <laughs> by uh, attending Cubs games. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think... Mm, my take on it. I swear a little bit. It's context and setting dependent. It depends where I am and who I'm around. And sometimes it's for a certain effect. Sure. Whether that's humorous or to emphasize something and so right. forth. Um, yeah, I don't love, but it's sort of, again, depending on the context and who you're around or whatever, it could be sort of a, an aggressive thing to do. And unless you have a reason for being that aggressive, it seems kind of unwarranted. I find, and I don't know if I'm more attuned to it, and again, I'm trying not to be an old guy. I understand it's much more accepted as part of the vernacular. I understand I'm yeah. not saying, oh, you can't have swearing on TV, right. that kind of thing. But when you sit in front of someone at a ball game or any sort of public gathering, and every third word sure. is an F-bomb. Well, one, I think it loses, obviously, it sure. loses its... its, its you know, force and and it's it's the reason yeah. we have that word. 
I just find it to be harsh and unpleasant and rude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't want to hear people, like, especially in those kind of settings. Like, right. I get it once in a while if you get fired up or something like that. Or, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's, and I think it, you know things like that. I've been at baseball games where that's happened too, of course. But like, you know, there's like kids around. There's people that mm-hmm. don't want to hear your. You know, they might not want to hear your swearing. Like, be a little bit aware of your surroundings. And right, exactly. Um, and if I it's just... you and your friends. It's just four of you in a room in someone's living room, and you want to swear it up, like. Okay. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less what you want to do I'll give in a that living room. In that situation, what you want to do. Right? Like just Right, absolutely. But it is I find it also incredibly lazy for some reason. Oh yeah. Well there's You know, just I mean, I don't know if it's just because your lack of vocabulary but or that it's like almost like a nervous tick. Yeah. But I I've run into more and more people who that is interesting. Every sentence features yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, some of it is like, it depends, I think, on the person. Like, sometimes it's, um, like, when you're a teenager, a lot of times it's just sort of like you're testing it out. Like, you're trying to draw attention. and you're Absolutely. Like, and yeah. I know for sure that I swore more as a kid. And then yeah. I don't know when it was, but at some point I, I made the conscious douchey, decision right. to stop. Right, I was just being rude. Doing it. Right. It's like talking super loudly. Yes. Some people just do that anyway, but that's just the way they talk. But a lot of people are doing, like, you see, it's a young person's game, and I did the same thing. Like, yeah. you're talking with your friends, and you're like, I, I'm so entertaining, or I'm going right. to, like, sort of test out my ability to sort of dominate this space that I'm in by being louder than other people and trying to make them pay attention to me and thinking I'm clever, you know, like volume and swearing and all, all are all, those are all tools you can use in that regard. Absolutely. And, now, and then it's just, anno- then you realize later that like I was just being annoying. Right. I wasn't you know, actually that funny or compelling <laughs> no, or whatever. No, no, no. And then nobody right. cared about me proving my point that I could, you do whatever. Exactly. And I just find it to be, it's it's sort of, it's a little, not sad, but a little, a little yeah. disappointing that it's now, well, okay, so now we've taken away these words as far as their sort of shock and emphasis mm-hmm. value. Probably less shock, but really like, I think you just swear, and when you're emphasizing something, and that that the jarring aspect disappears. Yeah. Well, now you don't have vocabulary that's right. jarring, that is emphatic, that yeah. does, you know, make a, sort of make that point. Yeah. I agree. And that, you know, has, to really, when you are really riled up is when you should. Right. Be swearing. Yes. Yes. Right. You're not leaving yourself any room. Right. But I guess, and I, I, I don't know. Again, we need to get some sort of like young person avatar kind of thing because I don't, I mean, this might be something that's completely like absurd um, to someone in their 20s. I don't think so. I mean, it, I would people, hope not. a lot of the people I know who are in their 20s, they don't. Swear very much, well, like or that. I don't hear it, at least in the settings that I'm in. And also, I should say that because also the, a lot of the people who do are certainly of my age. Yeah, right. And older. Yeah. Few youngsters out there, thing. he's up on the swearing. Yeah. 
Take the volume down. Uh, not just for youngsters. Ease everybody, up everybody, ease up. <laughs> exactly. Ease yeah. up on the volume. Ease up on the swearing. Right. Not everyone right. wants to hear the person you're talking to. They're right next. They're right there. Absolutely. If you're literally across the, the opposite ends of a train car from someone and you're trying to communicate, first of all, you should probably just get up and walk over. But, or there better be an emergency, like, hey, right. you and the that guy has my wallet. But yeah, people, my yeah. wallet's gone. <laughs> exactly. But people are when people are sitting right next to each other, and it's like you don't need to be in broadcast mode. Remember those douchebags at that uh, when the Cubs played the Reds? Not it was like. Last season or the one before, not the one that just ended. It was right. one of the last two. We went with the Hobby Master, maybe, and my brother, and I can't remember. BA went. I can't remember who went to the game. The, yeah, so we were sitting in the upper deck. Upside, right. Yes. And those guys are talking to each other, and they're they're sitting right next right to each next other. Right next to each other. They're like, hey, I'm Like, they're just, just they're broadcasting. Right, just, or and thinking that the players can hear them, too. I guarantee you they can. Of course. But it is one of those things. And my hearing's bad. You know, and I'm old. And it's and yet Mine's I still don't enough. need to. Yes. Right. But what I'm saying is I don't need, still don't need to play the television at that, you know, the, that decibel level and certainly speaking to someone. Right. Just settle down. Settle down. And stop the swearing. Just stop the swearing. Let me go. Cut it out. I think it's uh, time for the uh, philosophical question of the show, don't you? Yeah, I thought that was it. But no, like no, going. no. Okay. I know it sort of seems that it would be, but kind it's of. not. I mean, it could be, but yeah, if we got another one, let's do it. Why not? Uh, should we wait for the intro music to play out, or you'll edit hang on, that? Hang on. Uh, okay. Okay. Is science compatible with religion? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. My short answer is... Uh, sure. <laughs> I was I mean, going to go with yes. Depend, yeah. It depends on the, I guess, on the religion, because religion could mean kind of anything, right? I guess where this, but, sure, I guess where this really comes up yeah. is uh, kind of creationism, intelligent designed, the earth being created. That's where, yeah. the, like, it usually kind of ends up in, right. that, in that spot yeah. that, like, science says, X millions of years old, sure. the major religion of... Certainly, the United States would argue that it's. A few I don't think thousand, it would, though. 5, I think 000. it's only a subset of people who interpret the stuff one the way. The literalness of yeah. the Bible, yes, right. And they're like counting, like, okay, then so and so beget, so and so beget, right? And like doing the math and stuff like that, because right? I don't think, but that's sort of like a detail. That's not like this is where like people, you know, like people can refer to themselves as being Christian or something like that. Like yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know what their interpretation of that is. Agreed, because I people mean, seem to all pick, and right, and I have no problem with this sort of pick and choose the tenets of right. a so religion. That's right. So they're just basically they they're using the label. They're taking the brand, right? Right. And they're like, but they're not. They're packaging whatever they want in it. Yes. Right. And so, you know, so what even is that? But I think, you know, whatever you can kind of like parse that. But I think. Generally speaking, yeah, there's no reason why someone couldn't be religious. Like, I, I think there's stuff we know, and then there's stuff we don't know. Right. And then, and that's fine. Yeah. Right. And and I think some of, I mean, some of what religion is for, right, is for 
to provide some kind of um, rule book or like guide for how to behave and stuff like that. And yes. some of it is sort of like, I think, a com- uh, explaining about how things work. Right, too. and giving us the comfort of knowing that the inexplicable is right. someone else's, is a higher power's right. design. Yeah, and I think that it's, I mean, this is kind of one of the fundamental things of it, right, is that some of, for that piece of it, it can neither be definitively proven nor disproven parts of it, right? You right. Can't, you just can't know. Certainly not in the context of us as human beings now. Yes, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, I actually I think it is. And I think there's a lot of people who are like major, sorry. Who are oh, major, no, 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 like, no, no, no. We'll add it. I'll be swearing a whole lot Stephen in a minute, yeah. Hawking or other people like who have or had um, so what they would acknowledge and what other people would consider like religious beliefs yes. while still being obviously uh, big science people and yeah. firm believers in science, but then also having this sort of um, sense or set of beliefs or a faith about the stuff that's beyond what science has has covered thus far. Or even, I think, stuff that science has covered. Or within it, You yeah, can still sure. have the, that, that because right. even the science is still, and it's interesting now because of, like, these attacks on science, mm-hmm. which I really don't understand. Right. Um, sure, but we are limited as human beings, and this is, in many ways, all of this stuff is our best guess right. based on education and based on, you know, history and, yeah. and experience and so forth. I, but, and I used to, because I, I used to not think they were compatible. It was like, well, how can you believe in evolution and believe in God, that God created the world. I totally think you can. And I think you can. And I think that we're complex organisms. And I think that while we may not be able to explicitly define why you can think both, they're not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely believe in in a higher power and still believe Right, and In also I sciences. think that you're right. You can have the acknowledgement that science is sort of right. It's sort of a body of knowledge, but it's also an approach, and that approach mm-hmm. has yield uh, yielded a lot of useful information about the world. But it hasn't yielded everything, and it's funny, right? I mean, if you look at any point in history. Or let's even just take like the last 200 years. Right. At most of those points, a lot of people have probably thought we've got pretty much everything. Like we've figured out pretty much everything. Exactly. There's only maybe a couple things that are left to figure out, but we've pretty much got it. I mean, that's how people feel right now. Like, oh, absolutely. We we got it. We got it. Yeah, absolutely. Been wrong all the time. Every single time. Right? Yeah. It's the famous quote by the guy who was like the head of the patent office in like the 1800s, right? And he's like, his famous quote, everything that's going to be invented has been invented. Exactly. <laughs> right? I mean, everybody, but people yeah. think that at all the time. Right. Like very smug, right? Like, Absolutely. we, we got to figure it out. I think the perfect. how the world works. Right. And I think so one of the, like, the perfect, like, incredible example yesterday, 
you know, when people talk about like Amazon and Amazon's taking over the world and how can we live in a world without Amazon and they will just own everything. And my response has always been Sears. People 100 years ago, right, sure. 80 years ago, thought Sears yeah. was this behemoth and it's, you know, this monster. And it's like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think we can, you want to buy Sears stock now. I don't think you do. Right. Yeah. And to me, it's like Amazon is like, for now, we'll see. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. maybe not in my lifetime, right. but but I do nothing, right. not that kind of thinking. Look upon my works, ye mighty in despair. <laughs> Was that... Uh, Ozymandias. I was going to say Peter Cetera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if uh, only. If only. Uh, and that may be a good place to stop. Sure. What do you think? You okay with that? I'm fine with that. All right. I feel like I'm comfortable with that. You can email us at nickanddugs at gmail.com. Didn't someone send us an email once? It was a while ago, but yes. a year ago. It could be. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. We got, no, we got one today. What? Yeah, but it was sort of someone Literally who. Today? Yeah, I oh, saw it wow. today. I didn't see it. I'll it had something to do with like I wasn't strange. really sure. It had some sort of podcasting, like making it like more something. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean it was, okay. but it was okay. written to us as a podcast. Yeah, uh, you can follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram at oh, Nick yeah. and Dugs. Take a picture right now. We By the way, this. Twitter. 20 followers, Instagram, 29. Wait, hold on. I'm going to hold up the, uh, oh, yeah. hold up the, the postcard, postcard here because um, we care. 29. 20, oh, wait. You know what? Let me hold take this it, out yeah. of the bag. Hang on here. We're going to do all this. Right, so right, we're right, going to set go. this up. 29 followers. That seems like a lot. Well, yeah, that's pretty good. 20, yeah. 29 more than I would have bet. It's definitely 28 there more than go. I was Yeah, expecting. there we go. Okay. All right. Glad I shaved uh, for that photo. Uh, Do you have anything to plug? You should. I got something for you to plug. What's that? You're uh, you're releasing music. Oh yeah, I have been a little bit lately. Tell the kids. Um, Been putting out uh, my buddy Matthew Payne, aka the Monkey. Yep. And I uh, over what was ended up being a long period of time recorded like four. What glam rock songs, or I consider them to be sort of glam rock. We're positioning them that way, um, and I finally finished them this summer. So we've been kind of like sending out notices every couple of weeks. This this was the fourth of four, so we have to record some more new ones. But yeah, did you? Because it it said on the in the credits. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, tell the youngsters where you can where you can get uh, these songs. Oh yeah, it's uh, I think if they go to thehitmaker.bandcamp.com. The the outfit is called Thigh High. That's right. And so if you search for that on like Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, you'll find it. Highly recommend the, the, it. The collection of four songs is called Glamour, like G L apostrophe A M O U R. That'll be harder to find. But if you look yeah. up Thigh High and Glamour, you'll. Uh, so it said on there that like the drum parts were recorded at yes a studio. A studio. That's right. Is this, am I to take, the, did you record these together, like in physically in the same room? We did, but then I ended up um, changing most of the parts. Okay. So I, well, so we, we got together in a room and recorded the drums and I played guitar along with, while Matthew was playing the drums. Because by the way, it, for those of you who don't know, Nick is here in Chicago and I'm uh, in New Zealand. Uh, yes. Recording that we're not exactly. really we're in the same room. Yes. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we were in the same room and we recorded the 
the drums and the guitar part that I was playing at the time, but the guitar part I was playing at the time was just kind of like a guide. Right. So I went back and okay. replaced it with different sounds, like with a different part. Later. Gotcha. So it's like you record the guitar and the drums together, and then I threw away that guitar, recorded new guitar, bass, blah, 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 and then he came back to town six or 12 months later and recorded the vocals. Okay. And then I did, a, again, did a little more stuff and kind of mixed it up and Sweet. did the thing, and then, then that was it. So Well worth checking out. Right, also, the hit maker, uh, the song Got a Girl. Oh, yeah. Which is also the, uh, the theme song for Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion. Right, it's the intro, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, when I clicked on it, I was like, wait, I know this song. Yeah, that one came out yeah. pretty good. Okay, yeah, highly recommend we it. we got a couple more in the works. Um, I'll wait. I hopefully have one or two more that we'll quote-unquote release before the end of the year, and then some other stuff that'll come out after that. So yeah, Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Arts of Life, a uh, art therapy um, uh, not-for-profit that does great work with kids, is having their 10th annual chili cook-off on November 3rd. I will be a judge. That sounds great. Where is that? Um, uh, down, where is it? Like Halstead and Carroll? Somewhere right, over there. Fun. The Arts of Life. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me. Uh, the Arts of Life. It's a, um, if you go to Arts of Life on the internet machine, yeah, you can buy good. tickets for it. It's a really, it's a fun night. It's our 10th annual. I'll be ju- eating a lot of chili uh, with um, one of the other judges, David Eigenberg from okay. your Chicago, I think, Fire or oh, PD. But I think nice. Fire. Also, oh, TV sex show. I, and, I got excited. I sorry, it was a soccer not player. the soccer. No, no, no. It's okay. not. Not Pato Margetic will not yeah, be uh, uh, there. Um, and uh, he was also on Sex in the City. Okay, he played the uh, the the bartender on Sex. So I kept calling him Mister Big. It would be really funny if you could see that the, part. The I got show. that jo- part of the joke. I got. He was a good guy. The last time I did it with him, we disagreed on on every one of the choices. <laughs> he's like, I like that one. I was like, that's I good. That's even better. Which is great. Yeah, which no, is actually the want. point. Which is really funny. And then he would get. Sort of like, well, wait, you know, I'm like in, you know, the food business. Um, and I was like, no, 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 no. This is my argument is that these things are incredibly subjective. Yes. And for me to say to you, no, you didn't like that, like that, that's absurd. Well, you're just undermined most of the hipster restaurant people. In oh, America, trust me. But when people say, oh, that place is overrated. I was like, okay, so the hundred thousand people who really like it are wrong. Right. Yeah. They shouldn't like it. They shouldn't like Their it. Their opinions Rem- are wrong. Remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you. And as always, keep up the good work. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.